Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidina Muhammadi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Amma ba'd. Yesterday we began the discussion on the levels of taqwa. The different levels of taqwa and piety, Allah consciousness that a person requires to earn a halal livelihood sustenance. The first category we explained yesterday was that to abandon and to give up those avenues which the ulama, the muftiyan have regarded as haram. Person uses those avenues, those means which are haram, forbidden. And this will result in the person becoming an open sinner, a fasiq. And his testimony in the shari'i court also will not be acceptable. The second level of taqwa is that of the sulaha and the pious. So the sulaha and pious are those people who abstain from doubtful things. Little bit doubt in there, then they leave it out. And there's also a possibility that these things might be makuru, they might be haram also. So they are totally abandon it. Usually we hear the term makuru, makuru tahrimi, makuru tanzihi. Makuru basically means something that is disliked. Something that is disliked. And commonly we take it to be very light. Disliked, so it's not so serious. We say, is that haram? It's only makru. But the question here, as Hakim Akhtar Sahib Rahimullah used to say, that when we say it is makru, it is disliked, disliked by who? It is disliked by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Is that something light? Allah dislikes it. We know in our common circles, also in our homes, if the wife doesn't like something, it's out of the house. I don't like this, I don't want it. So immediately we get rid of it. We tell the children also, I don't like this. Then they know this is a warning. Allah says, I don't like this, it's makru. Abstain from it. Abstain from it, and there's a possibility it could be a haram also. Is this a technicality? Like how we say, witr salah is wajib. But when it comes to this wajib now in regards to the hukam and categorizing it, we say it is wajib. When it comes to amal and practicing, it's like farz, we have to do it. In the Hanafi mazhab, if you miss the witr, then there's qaza for it also. Although it's wajib. In the same way, ulama explain, when it's makru, doesn't mean now I can do it a little bit. It means I abstain, because soon from makru you will go into haram. If you regard it to be light, then he says, if you have to, then we can do it as a last resort. But not to go into something which is makru. So Hazrat used to explain, either you want to become makru in the eyes of Allah, you want to become disliked, or become mahbub, beloved to Allah, tabaraka wa ta'ala. So as I mentioned, makru is a technical term, is disliked. But there's a possibility it can come out to be haram also. And here the muftiyan explain and say, if there's makru and you abstain from it, and qiyamah's day it came out to be not permissible, it was haram, now Allah Ta'ala will say that you abstain from it, now enjoy as much as you want to. Enjoy as much as you want to. You abstain, now you can enjoy as much as you want to in Jannat. Because you were careful, you had taqwa in this worldly life. The third level is that of the, the atqiya. From taqwa, we get muttaqi atqiya, those having taqwa and they are abstinent. Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, 
a person cannot reach the rank of the muttaqoon, those having taqwa, until he does not leave out those things in which there is no harm, there is no harm for fear of getting engaged in those things in which there is harm. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said, a person cannot reach the rank of the muttaqoon until he does not leave out those things in which there is no harm for fear of getting engaged in those things in which there is harm. By him abstaining, there is no harm to him. But he's leaving it out in the love of Allah. One is in the fear of Allah. It's one level of taqwa. Another level of taqwa, I'm leaving it out in the muhabbat and love of Allah. Tabaraka wa ta'ala. Ya Allah, muhabbat for you, I'm leaving it out. I don't have to do it. Although there will be no harm to me, but uh, if I don't have to, I won't get involved in it, I won't engage in it. Because this fear that if I do get involved in this, this might lead me to something which is haram. My nafs will get used to it. For example, we find commonly also, when it comes to exotic things, delicacies, that now the uh, dunya has become such that at one time we only had local products. Now the international maidan and field has opened up. Where alhamdulillah people are bringing hadiyas from different corners of the world. Be it Turkey or Dubai or Malaysia etc. And we regard these to be Muslim countries. So everything is coming through the dastar khan, the tablecloth into the homes. And we are consuming. But how halal, how haram, sometimes we just take. Unfortunately also we see a kosher sticker. Everything now kosher is even more halal than halal also. Unfortunately you find the common Muslims saying that Jews are very strict. If this is kosher or is virgin, then definitely is halal. But our own halal bodies we don't trust. Certain halal bodies, we, they are doing the work in the field. But we don't trust. But the kosher we trust more than the halal body also. So here we should now have a balance in our thinking. As you mentioned every time, get one mufti and follow him in everything. Then there's no fight, there's no debate. I follow so and so, I'm a layman, I follow that certain alim. And also when it comes to this discussion, not our discussion right now, but when it comes to the certain avenues of discussion amongst the ulama, then yes, the alim will have the right to call out the other alim. Not the layman to call out the alim. That he's an open sinner, or he's like this, and how can he, how can he qualify this as halal? That alim has the rank, he can do it. He has the rank, so he can do it, he's amongst the ulama. For a layman to say that doctor now is so and so, or that attorney or lawyer is so and so, he don't even understand the jargon also. So when it comes to ulama, amongst them, yes, they will debate it out. I follow one alim, quietly I do my work. I do my work and they say to be very careful. When you're sitting in a gathering also, discussing ulama, ikram, don't become a means of other people making ghibat of that alim. It's not our discussion, but since it came. If I take to a certain alim, I don't have to force that alim down other people's throats. Now I want to open up the topic, but you should listen to him. That person doesn't agree with him. Now you're becoming a means of that person, the ghibat of that alim, you the sinner. Quietly I do my work. If somebody is prepared to listen to me, then I can explain to him. But khair, when it comes to this, now we have different things coming into the Khan. Now, person gets so used to these exotic type of chocolates and foods, etc. But he abstains from it. Although there is no harm in it. He abstains now, possibly other things might come, we won't even question it. We get so used to it now, what else is there in the market? And it is happening right now, with the certain avenues... We tasted this, we over this, let's try something else and something else. 
And then the nafs becomes, what they say, becomes overfed, becomes fattened, and then you can't stop the nafs. Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu used to say, we used to leave out nine-tenths of halal. Hazrat Umar bin Khattab radiallahu anhu says, we used to leave out nine-tenths of halal due to fear of falling into haram. Subhanallah. Nine-tenths of halal we used to leave out. The nafs should not get too used to consuming too much. Then it will now, it will have this craving for haram. It will happen. Therefore we have to sometimes cut it out. When it comes to the family and children, we said not this week. We say maybe following week. Because we get so used to now feeding the nafs. Then it will it will go into avenues which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have made impermissible. So for us to remember this, Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu says, we used to leave out nine tenths of halal due to fear of falling into haram. Allah ta'ala give us understanding. Subhanakallahumma bihamdi.